Welcome to Well Played Podcast, a show on all things playful and joyous in education. I'm your host, Michael Matera, sixth grade teacher, author, speaker, and co-founder of emc2learning.com, the greatest community of educators around, so definitely check that one out. Well Played is part of the On Podcast Media Network, and today we are going to dive into another episode here in Season 6, I can't believe it, and the title of this one is called Challenge Accepted. And for those of you that are still sticking around and listening to this one, oh, do I think this is so good about gamification and something I think you should be doing in your classroom, uh, or at least building towards. I'll be honest, everything I share in this one isn't something I did right away and isn't like I rolled out intentionally all of these things at once. These have been layered over the years, but this is what I love about teaching and speaking to you teachers that are new to the to the career or even if you've been around for a while, stop for a moment, ask yourself, is this a thing you can do? Is this a thing that you love? And if it is, accept the idea that we have the opportunity to tweak, to change, to mm, just make it oh so right in terms of our pedagogy and in terms of your curriculum, if you choose to do design it that way, that you, you can grow. You can grow. So with that said, you know, if everything I discuss here is something that might take you three years to implement, that's fine. If you if you're gonna teach for another twenty five years, that'd be three years to sort of implement it, and then you got twenty two years of other growth you can do where you have this in place. And so I titled this challenge accepted because really what this centers around is how gamification for me has unlocked, unleashed, and sort of just exploded in me this idea of differentiation. And I'm, I'm going to start, I'm going to turn back the way back machine to my first teaching position here in the United States. And I worked in a town called Sheboygan, Wisconsin. It's a bigger town for Wisconsin, but that's still a pretty small place compared to some of the places you all are coming from. But uh, I don't know. I want to say it's like 50,000 people. I could be wrong on that. But nonetheless, worked in this town in Sheboygan, and I remember differentiation was the buzzword, right? And that's what every administrator talked about that was what every literacy coach talked about. That is what every October in-service or August, you know, back-to-school kickoff PD was about. It was this constant barrage of telling us that we need to differentiate without really telling us the practical way to do it. I mean, they would sell you on the vision. They would sell you on the idea that we need to meet the needs of every learner and every learner is different and we can really move the needle on all these learners if we could properly design tasks and, and, you know, like steps for every single kid, which is at different places. And I remember like locking up at the sound of that. (laughs) I was like, you know, it's my second year, first year teaching, maybe third year teaching, well, probably all those years teaching, hearing this around me, hearing this buzzword. And I'll be honest, it sort of felt like the administration telling us like, this is how you teachers are going to fix the system without us having to hire anybody else, without there being any other support or relief valve. It was just like the administration had come up with a word that was going to fix everything and put it entirely squarely on the shoulders of teachers because all you have to do is differentiate and then all of our kids will be proficient because you're going to differentiate. We're not going to tell you how to do that. We're not going to give you a release time 
And I don't mean to turn this so negative, but I just, I want to paint the picture that I've been where you might be at as a listener, where it's like, how do we differentiate? I can't differentiate. And, you know, years pass by and, you know, I try a little differentiation. I try a little bit of this, but never really felt like I was truly doing justice to that word or to the vision of the leaders that were telling me to do it. And then in walks gamification. And again, everything I'm going to tell you, the stories I'm going to tell you in this particular episode, I can't tell you happened all at once. So don't, don't hear that and think that while one story is going to follow another story here, those things didn't happen in the same year. It's a layering effect. And over time I have produced just a quite a layered effect in which is very highly beneficial to my students. And I truly think I'm doing a good job differentiation, uh, differentiating for my students. So gamification walks in and I realized that a game does a very good job of allowing player choice and right there choice choice is the key to differentiation and the more choices the better and i want to i want to break that down just for a hot second here i don't mean just you could do a speech you could do a website or you could do a paper I don't mean that kind of more choice. Like instead of only two options, I gave them three options on the same task. What I have come to find out is it's better to offer a multitude of choices over a multitude of categories. So not just my assessment. Uh, Here's here's what I mean. In my class, uh, one of the first things I tried in gamification was side quests. And side quests are these optional tasks for those of you that are new to the podcast. Think of it like extra credit enrichment opportunities that you, you know, before standard base grading might have offered like, hey, you could watch this film and write up this thing. Hey, you could read this additional book. Hey, there's this science project you could do on the side and I'll give you some extra credit points. Side quests are like that, except instead of earning extra credit points, they're earning game points, just game. So like, they're learning, they're doing something, and they're earning just in-game reward, not actually any tangible difference on their grade, or they're not earning a new bike or an iPod, just game, game points. And I know it sounds crazy to you that are new to the podcast. If you're new, that's awesome. If you're new, I also want to say, use the hashtag wellplayedpodcast. Join in this conversation. Tell me what you think. If you've been around for a while, absolutely love that you guys are starting to use this hashtag wellplayedpodcast. Uh, again, tag me in it. That's awesome. I'm at Mr. Matera. But what I mean is SideQuest did a great job of allowing me to offer a multitude of different experiences for students because it's over and above what I was doing. So the regular, the regular course is going to run. It's going to hum. I'm going to go through the textbook, make them read the things, make them take the assessments that I give them. And on top of that, I have just offered a ton of enrichment opportunities. And it started slow. Every unit I used to try to challenge myself to make kind of two side quests they could do. And then the next year, you pushed yourself like, can I make three side quests, three new side quests, right? I could make two last year. Now all of a sudden every unit has five options. Eventually you get to like eight options. Eventually you realize too many options causes a little overwhelmingness so now i've scaled back to only offering maybe five ish side quests per unit 
that at least are easy to find. And then I might hide some around either physically in the school or digitally other places. But there's only like five choices, maybe six choices on the actual website that they can see quick and easy. But what it does is it's an invitation for students to geek out about your particular subject in a way that's their particular median. So I have kids do some artwork. Like sometimes it's just like paint a mural or just draw a picture. That's easy, easy points. But I'm not giving grade points. We're talking about game points. And they love to draw. I have another one that like kids get to write a like make-believe story that's set in this world. Because some of them like to write, right? That You see how easy this is. And it doesn't matter if only five kids do that one where they write a scene. Who cares? They're all doing the required work. And now there's an invitation. There's choice as well as challenge. Then you can kind of push kids like, oh, you've done, you know, you've done three drawing quests. Give them an item that's like, if you do a quest that you haven't, that, a quest type that you haven't done, I'll give you double points. Now, and these points are fake points. Now, all of a sudden, they're challenging themselves to do the thing that's outside their comfort zone. We're starting to get them to grow, which is what school's all about. This is what I'm saying, people. I absolutely love the power of differentiation now that I understand how to appropriately build it. And it starts with choice, and it immediately follows with challenge. Choice and challenge. Choice and challenge. All right, from the side quest, which only grew and grew and grew in terms of the amount. Kids have literally turned in hundreds a year. It's so awesome. Don't think of them like a project. After I just said hundreds were turned in, I don't want you to think, ooh, I can't do that. Uh, there are tons of episodes of Well Played that talks about side quests. If you're an EMC2 member, we even have an entire course on side quests so definitely check out our skill builder on side quests it's a great one and we've even dropped 30 side quests on there so you can even use them they look slick and they're ready to just put up on your google classroom put up on your website print out and put around the classroom 30 different side quests for you to use and more coming all right next the next layer that i did was called Adventure Paths. I love this. There's actually a whole nother skill builder on Adventure Paths. So if this little gloss over doesn't help you here, uh, check that one out. Um, all right, so Adventure Paths was each unit, there was like a bigger sort of almost project that they had to do. And they they have a choice whether they want to do it or not, but once that choice is made, which is made in class, I kind of spring it on them in the beginning of the unit, that day, that moment is the decision factor right here. Do you want to do this adventure path or not? If you find out later that the adventure path is super fun, super rewarding, super awesome, you can't come on. You said no that day. Vice versa, if you find out like it's to give a speech in front of everybody and you're like, Ugh. I don't like speeches. Too bad. You said yes. You now have to do this. And it's really cool to have this deciding moment. They actually don't know exactly what the adventure path is. I leave that somewhat secretive and that's somewhat intentional because I, I want them to sort of build their confidence. So I want them to self-assess, where am I at as a learner? Do I feel comfortable in here? Let's try this. And ultimately, I'm designing things that are for students, they, they can definitely be successful at it. 
Uh, but they feel like they made a choice. And that choice then is what supports them, right? It's a little psychological safety because they were in control whether they wanted to go on this thing or not. And that psychological safety produces such a foundation for them to build higher and higher. And this is where I see my students stretch and stretch over the course of the year. It is fantastic. All right, the last one that I layered on in terms of differentiation is <laughs> challenge assessments or challenge tests. So this was about two years ago. I started this where the first test was just one test they could take. But then every unit after that, there was always the regular test and the challenge test. And same thing. They don't know what the challenge test is going to be. They just know that it's a harder pedagogy. And I believe it or not, I know this entire thing, you're like, no, my kids wouldn't choose these things. But they do. They do choose it. They feel supported by you. They're excited about the adventure. They're excited about the challenge. Will every one of my students do it? No. But again, that's not differentiation if everyone does it. So you have some kids doing side quests. You have some kids also doing these adventure paths. And you have some kids also doing the the challenge veggies. So some are doing all three. Some are doing two of the three. Some are doing a different two of the three. Some are doing just one of the three. And there are people doing all different of the one of the three, right? So I have some kids just doing adventure paths. I have some kids just doing the challenge assessments. And I have some doing just side quests. But spread out over the whole year. Now, just imagine just those three categories woven throughout your year. Your kids are excited. Your kids step up to challenge. Your kids learn the value of stepping up to a challenge. And they are ultimately, through and through, empowered by it all. So I I just implore you to to lean into gamification. Do a year-long gamified thing. Use some of these 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 ideas of side quests and maybe challenge assessments and adventure paths in your class. And if you're looking for challenge assessments, EMC2, another great place where you can kind of check out alternative assessments, different ways you can kind of structure your assessment. And definitely join some of the the sessions on there to learn more about it. And interact here on Well Played. Use the hashtag well played podcast. Ask some questions there. Ask some of the people on hashtag XPLAP. These people, these are wonderful communities that are there to support you. If you're an EMC2 member, go to the break room, post some things. Everyone's answering in those posts. We love it. So this is where I just think differentiation just sings in a gamified class. Kids choose to lean into these things and they love it. And I love them for it. So that's really all I have for you today. And I hope you guys consider using some of these differentiation techniques. As always, if you want me to dive deeper into this or you have a question, you know, reach out on Twitter at Mr. Matera. Use the hashtag, hashtag wellplayedpodcast. As always, I hope you have a great week and play on.